You're listening to another great show from the Nod Network. Find more great content at nerdod.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another exciting episode of SideQuest Activated. I'm Dave. And I am Reg. And have you ever thought about going on radio? I should do, shouldn't I, actually? I was quite impressed like, I, I listen back when I do like the edits, and I always start off like, Hey, everybody, this is amazing. You're like, you're tuning in to SideQuest Activated <laughs> FM. Late night soul hour. <laughs> I'm like, that just, this sounds like I should have my pants down already. But hi. Hi. Um, yeah. So basically, this week's um, SideQuest is all about gaming characters. And obviously, playing through games over the years, we've both come to absolutely adore and hate various characters throughout the genres. But these ones are essentially not the 10 best gaming characters, because obviously that list could go well over the 10s into 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever. Um, It's just 10 gaming characters that we really enjoy and always drag us back to games. So it's not essentially in any kind of order. It's just 10 great gaming characters Oh, right. I just went for my top 10 favourite women in gaming. Oh, dear. Right, so, you go first, then. Yeah, good shout. <laughs> Otherwise, it'd just be Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball. <laughs> Number one, Zach. <laughs> well, we did well. We Last week and we and the we week before, had, well, like, we, we haven't mentioned yeah. Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball for a long time now, so I feel like it's a necessity now to, to start do it. off strong. <laughs> start off strong. That's the way well, we like it. We'll start with my list, um, and... I think, obviously, number one on my list is one of my f- personal favourites, just in general, Max Payne. <sighs> Start off nice. strong with Max Payne. Absolutely adore him. I think, like, obviously, there's, there's many characters throughout the, the Max Payne universe that obviously bring the whole story together. And obviously you can't have, like, really much of a story without the, the side characters as well to, to form some sort of strong support. But Max Payne, just as a character, an individual, it's like a really tragic start of a story of just a, a basic policeman. Yeah, he has a well brutal story. Yeah, well, I was talking to um, my mate Dennis uh, about this as well, and he was saying, like, because he hasn't played Max Payne in years. And he was oh, saying... I about, genuinely thought you were about to say he hasn't played Max oh Payne. God, it's like, no. he's a friend of yours? Well, no. <laughs> we were, uh, we and were his favourite film is Max Payne with Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> Kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for mentioning it. <laughs> well, no, we were talking away and he was saying about, like, uh, we just got on to Max Payne. I was like, I haven't played it in ages. Love the music for it. And he was like, I haven't played Max Payne in years. I was like, yeah, I know, it's great. And he went, yeah, but if you think about it, his, like, intro to the, the gaming world is absolute shit. And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, well, like, not just like, you know, I don't mean a shit story. I mean, like, his life is shit. And I was like, well, yeah. And he's like, well, yeah, basically he starts off, he's moving through the ranks, everything's hunky-dory, and bang, wife and daughter dead. Like, oh, mm. yeah, actually, yeah, that's, that's like, and then you play the first level. It's not even like you're going through and things. It's like, you know, you build up to that. It's literally you go to the house, dead. Like, it, it, it's, yeah. it's, it's all instant there's no it's like straight into a tough time for him and then obviously as the games progress he ends up like you know with the the drink problem addicted to painkillers throughout that's the it and it's the it's the bit when you you finally start getting a bit more into his mm. psyche and it's like the level when you got to follow the blood trail yeah it's like the car you thing. can see then it's like, like a descent oh my god that is just 
That well, is this is it. And that's like literally from being drugged and like it, all the way through it. Like the the drug in it is like it's giving these people like you know like a release. It's like a high and it like takes them away from all this. And obviously, to, like for people who have played the game, know it's all like a military created drug and whatnot. Um, but it gives people that release, and even that. He doesn't get a break from it then. No. It's just like, oh, yeah, he's, he's full of drugs. Like, uh, at least he'll be able to, like, you know, catch up on some sleep or something. Eventually. No, nightmares about, like, you know, obviously his wife and his being killed and his daughter being dead. And even when you go into, like, the, the baby's room and the, the, the cot's knocked over and the blocks are there and you can constantly hear the baby crying. It's just like, it, it's a I can constant, hear it now when yeah, we're talking about it. It's a constant it hear it. nightmare for him. But then even when he's up and running and everything, like, he's just, like, going off on his quest for vengeance it's still just a constant bloodbath yeah and a, a constant head gains of all like mona sax and things like that and it's like one of the greatest relationships i you like know what, right? their, their whole yeah. relationship their bonding experience and whatnot is well, absolutely max incredible. Payne 2 um obviously like it, it didn't get slated but it, people believed it wasn't as good as the first one and mm. i think to some extent that's true but obviously it focuses more then on max's guilt of having feelings for another woman and yeah. especially as that woman is connected to like you know the mob and like obviously it's connected to like murders and whatnot and it's everything that he is against he is like you know a man of the law and whatnot despite the fact he went on this like mad quest for vengeance which did involve him just going outside the law and murdering everyone he is still yeah. a policeman at heart he still does believe in right and wrong and obviously the the, the turmoil then of like what does he do? Does he pursue that relationship? He still has feelings for this woman and he knows that like, you know, it's something that shouldn't be. But again, it just goes back to, to Max having so many levels and layers as a character. Just walking in. Yeah. Like boat guard. And then fucking just let a voice. Incredible. And the thing is as well, like, I, I saw a picture because when I was like typing up with like, you know, me list, I, I looked at a picture of the guy who voices Max Payne as well. Just looks like him. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so happy it with that. It is amazing, but it's, it's like you said, it's his whole story that and the character of him. Yeah, it, it's so iconic as well. And that's like, mm. when you mention Max Payne, usually people are like, "Oh my, the comic things like the yeah. in, in between bits." I'm like, "Yeah, the graphic novel, like the proper noir feel to it, yeah. is incredible." Then it's the face. Yeah, because obviously that that literally one the face, face is amazing, and, and you see it a lot more now as well because those things that pop up on social media it's like tag a friend who looks like this oh yeah and it's literally like, just like max Payne's Payne. like gurning max Payne <laughs> face and like yeah but everything about it as well as a game like the the music for it as well it, it, there's just a tone set constantly and for its time like obviously when it was released it was like ahead of its game it was, it was so well put together oh yeah and i still adore going back to it now and then obviously when max Payne 3 came out I was over the moon with yeah. that. I was so happy with that game because he kept the feel of Max Payne and just kept his descent going. He, he got a lot worse, his descent mm. in it as well. And that's the thing that you, you realize when he props starts losing it, shades his head, yeah. just goes completely balls to the wall. And he's like, I know I'm on this. But this now. is it. He, he knows he's on, on, on that shit trail. Then, and obviously, like, it's more focused then on the drinking and the painkillers and things that he ends up addicted to. And the fact he's put on weight, and all the yeah. way through it, he's like got a, a layer of self-loathing through it as well. He knows he's like yeah. pretty much down and out. He knows like you know his he's, his life's returning to shit, and he knows he needs to do something to change it, but doesn't. And again, it's just another great example of a good character mm. that's that's just put together very well. 
and like you know even like with the voice acting and whatnot again not even on Max Payne 3 the characters and whatnot around it's superb him. yeah it's just brilliant Literally the whole feel for it's it it's been so good that it's like just a series of games that like as soon as I finish them I'm really sad they've ended yeah and it's not the kind of game I want to play for like trophies it's not the kind of game I want to play like oh I can do the hardest difficulty I play mm. it because I enjoy the characters especially yep. Max Payne in it and I just think it's phenomenal that you even today, uh, many years down the line. Oh yeah, still adore I've it. seen you. You bought it again the other day. I noticed you're playing it on um, on the PS. Oh yeah, I think we've, we've mentioned in uh, in like one of our previous pods that I'd, I'd rebought it. But yeah, again, put it on. I was like, well, I could probably do it on the harder difficulties, but no, just put it on like the normal setting. And just go through and enjoy it for what New it is. New York minute in it. This oh, the hardest one. New right? York minute is insane. I, I just can't do that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, so so my first character yeah, is, uh, is is Max Payne. I'm just like I want to know more about Max. <laughs> well, it's, it's, a, it's also another character as well. Of like, every time I talk about him, I want to go back and play it. Yeah, it's, it it draws me in all the time. But yeah, so so my first choice was uh, Max Payne. Second, probably not that much of a surprise to you, James Sunderland. Oh, Silent Hill Two. I am. I, I, was, I am surprised I was you didn't torn. go Harry. I was. I was going to pick Mason. Harry. <laughs> yeah, I was going to pick Harry, but I don't know that. I think because Harry Mason's in the first Silent Hill, and obviously the first Silent Hill's got like many, many fond memories for both me and you. Um, but his character didn't really have much. It was like it, it was a good character to to play as, and you had that constant thing of like he's trying to find his daughter. And that's that's essentially his story, whereas Silent Hill Two delved into the actual character's psyche a lot more, and actually gave again, kind of like Max Payne, many layers to his character. Oh yeah, because you, the whole the whole point in in being in Silent Hill yeah. is uh, the letter from his dead wife, so he's like, yeah. "Am I going crazy?" Or well, this, this is it. It's, it's like a punishment for himself because mm-hmm. he knows, That's obviously, like a, yeah. Silent Hill. <sighs> and so, I swear to God, if someone sent me a letter that said, oh, I remember our favourite place, Silent Hill, I'd be like, yeah. you know what, Dave? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I know it's you, and I ain't going anywhere. Yeah. I, don't, I just don't want to go off, there. You're just no, like, no. I'll open up my front door and just have a little fog, fog machine. <laughs> just like go in and just blow it out. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Damn you. But no, it's like, like James Unland. Yes. Yeah. Like exactly. 100%. And he's very talkative, unlike Harry, who mm. wasn't amazingly talkative he, he, obviously there was there's cutscenes in both and whatnot, but the I don't know the, the character felt more human in Silent Hill 2 compared to Silent Hill 1 I enjoyed like going through and discovering like like is it he's going mad and I knew obviously there's like multiple endings to Silent Hill so first time playing through it it was like it was an adventure to find out like am I going mad is this all all going on around me like why are these events happening to him specifically mm. and then all the characters that are obviously like in, entwined with the actual story as well and there's not a, a huge array of characters but there's, there's various characters in there and it's like well how are they connected why are they there is the same things happening to him or is this part of his like yeah. you know, actual breakdown as well and- it's the thing with his wife and Maria isn't it mm. when like, he's in the prison bit and he's like I just can't tell anymore he's like why yeah. don't you just call me and you're like yeah. oh my what is happening yeah, and it's like but that like that one cut so well. scene where she sat behind the bars and, and you're getting out of the bed mm. and she's just like I'm not your wife and it's like it's a it, it's a really it's it's an iconic scene for for gamers like because it's so monotone and she's like very it's just her talking 
and it, it, it builds up like the tension constantly. But even then, you're still going through, and it's like, what's going through his head? And the yeah. fact that you, even like years down the line, still playing the games now, like I, I constantly wonder, like, what would I be like in that situation? How is he coping? In these situations, when I don't think I could ever, I don't be think I could. Like, but but his, char- get out. <laughs> his character like somehow deals with it and moves on. Obviously, like in a real life situation with all these monsters going around, you, you're gonna lose it. You're, mm. you're gonna lose the plot. So, like, obviously, when you're controlling the character and staggering through the levels, whatnot, hitting stuff with the steel pipe, obviously. obviously. Um, yeah, it's like you you kind of get past the point where it's like, all right, these are starting to phase in. But then, like, the cutscenes come in and you see, like, little, like, hints and, like, tips of, like, what's going through his mind. So, like, when you first get the flashlight from the mannequin and it's your wife's hmm, dress. Yeah. And it's, oh, it's little subtle touches like that that you eventually start picking up on. And well, that's it, because it's, it's the world that's basically built around him. Yeah. Isn't it? Silent Hill this time around is actually all about him. Yeah. It's, it's, it's done like his, his personality and his persona, mm. especially with like the nurses and that sort of stuff yeah. as well. Like it's, it's all like, what did he do? Why, why is this their fate? Like what's happening in certain bits? Yeah. And it leaves a lot open to interpretation. Like, cause especially because he is equally as bad for doing that because mm. he's, like I said, he's very talkative, but he's like, Oh my God, what was that thing we did? I'm like, I don't know what was it, James. Yeah, <laughs> tell me what it was. He's like, I know there's a reason she brought me here. I'm like, well, fucking let me know. <laughs> I'm just like, I need to well, know. I, you're egging him on as well all the way through. Even though it's you controlling the character, you're egging him on to unravel the mystery to to find out what it is that's so like you know hidden about his past that's mm. led all of these events to happen to him. And it's just a, a really well put together character, and he fits into the actual universe perfectly you'll play some games and you'll you'll pick it up and you're like oh that that character's cool but it, it just feels like they're out of place in certain situations yes. at Very no point so. playing through that game do you ever go oh i don't know like you know it just doesn't feel right in being here or whatever you get that uneasy feeling like you don't want him to be in silent hill yeah but because of his actions and the way he acts and his like mannerisms with other characters now he interacts just with the environment and characters he fits in perfectly. Yeah, and he, he really does, because like you said, with certain other characters, so the mm. likes of like Downpour and Homecoming, yeah. like, there was no emotional bond whatsoever well, with, like, like, the, with yeah. the protagonists at all. I was like, what's being, the name? Being a fan of the Comments. series, like a huge fan, like going back, like now you put Downpour, I don't know the name of the main character in it. Nope. Wouldn't have a clue. I genuinely haven't got a clue. Origins, not a clue. No. but like, I, I quite enjoyed Origins, Mainly just because it was the well the origin story yeah. so to speak, and it was the the end bit which made me smile a lot. Yeah, when you realise like, who yeah. you are and like what that last scene is, I'm like, fuck, that's iconic. Yeah, I played that out. Yeah, that's immense. But again, like you said, the main character, nothing. I'm going to no. call him Terry, but I've got no Terry Crews. Well, not as good as Terry. No, <laughs> but let's just call him Terry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like James and like Harry and Cheryl, obviously the main yeah. three that I will always yeah. always cling to. Harry, I found his character was very <sighs> upsetting because he what like mm. you said, he was just like. I know the voice acting wasn't amazing, but if you get past that, mm. he was very arrogant. He wasn't very nice to talk to. He wasn't very, but he was a, an iconic character. Yeah, he is. You do want to find his daughter. Like, holy shit, his daughter's missing. So you are going to be a bit snappy. But I mean, come on, Harry. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, you, you need you need the help from certain people. But that scene in Silent Hill Three when he's gone, 
Yeah, well, this is like, it, isn't it? Like, this, I mean, like, you, you don't. I didn't have like a massive connection to Harry Mason, but in three, when you're controlling Heather and she's like walking around, you find out then that her dad is Harry, and mm. you get there and he's been killed, and it's just like I remember me and you both sitting there playing it, our jaws pretty much hit the floor. Yeah, and we were just like, no way! It's like, and it, just, it was so emotional. It was, it was proper sad. We both, like, we both were both absolutely shit. gutted by it. And it's because I, I suppose with, with most people, most people will play Silent Hill once or twice and just yeah. be like, yeah, it's good. And maybe like, oh, you know what? Might dig out Silent Hill and give yeah. it another go. See if it's still as good as remember from like fifteen years ago. Yeah. Whereas like every October, we're like, fucking Silent Hill, get yeah. it out. Let's well, play through them. Yeah. So well, like, we we suppose we have a deeper sort of connection in that yeah. aspect of things. But still, that scene, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's amazing, but James has that near enough all the way through. Yeah, the well, that's Hill the thing, too. isn't it? I mean, like when we go back and play through them all, it always seems to be like we'll start with Silent Hill two, and yeah. and we put it on and we absolutely adore it from it's beginning because one to and three end. interlock together. That's why we have to do it that well, way through. Yeah. We, we play two because that's like a standalone one. Yeah. Then one and three, and then we do four, the room, which isn't mm. really Silent Hill, but it's still good. Yeah. And then, you know, the, the, we, we crack through it, but we always end up playing Origins if we need to. Yeah. And we're like, uh, and then fuck off the other two. Pretty much, so yeah. We, we, we play, the, we play the, the, the good ones. Yeah. Well, I think I, I, I put on Homecoming um, once, like, after we completed it. It was, like, years later. And I remember us playing it and being like, well, it's not great, but it's not terrible even the second time i put it on it's like man this is just shit he, he handles horrendous <laughs> yeah totally it really does like the controls are awful just everything about it, the puzzles aren't fun there's just there's it, nothing it, it felt like a chore rather it. than an enjoyment yeah. and it yeah. just wasn't right and like you said don't even remember who he is so no i don't want to close so. sod, sod him yes yeah, so what i'm intrigued to know though is who is next who is next well this one i actually put a lot of thought into it's from final fantasy and I thought... Sid. Th- no. Uh, Sid. <laughs> See, Cloud. No. no. No, it won't be Cloud, because Cloud's, Cloud's obviously... I thought he was going to be your number one choice to begin well, with. Well, you see, this was it. I was torn. Was I going to pick Cloud? Was I going to pick Sephiroth? Mm. And then I was thinking about it, and whilst they are both from my favourite game, they're not really... I don't know. They're, like, they're not amazing characters. They're right. good characters, and they're good for the game... But they're not amazing characters. I know who you've gone for then. Come on. You've gone for Zell. Yes. Yeah. Love of hot and dogs. Exactly. That's right. My number three is Zell. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love that Zell is fucking the comedic no, relief like, through it. I, but, yeah, sorry. He's, he's not amazing, is he? Yeah. No. <laughs> you only say no because he uses fists like your beloved Tifa does. Yeah, and Tifa does it seven. better. <laughs> Bullshit. If, if they, like, when, when Decidia right. Final Fantasy comes out okay. on the PS4 in Jan, if, if it's a Zell, if Zell Tifa, is in it, even if I have to buy it, buy Zell. Can Zell punch someone so hard a dolphin appears? No. No, Tifa he, can. He smacks them that hard, they end up in a hot dog roll. <laughs> and then he eats them. And then he eats them. Big win. <laughs> and then he just jumps onto Tifa and just lets it all out. <laughs> Put all the hot dog on it. All the hot dog. <laughs> no, it's not Zell. Um, it's right. Kefka. Ah, right. Now, Kefka, obviously, it's, nice. it's not that surprising for anyone who's a, a Final Fantasy fan across the actual genre, but anyone who's not. The reason I picked him is... To, to my knowledge, he's the only Final Fantasy villain that technically succeeds. Mm. 
Now, all the other villains, like, you know, like all the way through, it's that constant chase of, like, you know, oh, I'm so close to defeating them, and then they get away, or, like, you defeat them, and then they come back, depending on, like, you know, which game, obviously, you're playing. But Kefka's constantly just out of your reach, and it's that constant chase all the way through it that, because he's, like, he's just a jester, essentially. He looks like a clown kind of thing, but he... All the way through, he's a constant, like, mocking. He's, he comes across as almost like a spoiled brat. Like, he's throwing his temper tantrums and things. And then the first time you probably see him do, like, a horrendous act, he poisons the water supply and just, like, wipes out, like, this, like, little town. Yeah. And it's like, well, when you're obviously playing that when you're younger, you're like, wow, that's, like, pretty dark. Mm. He's just literally killed a load of innocent people to try and get to a specific group and then laughs about it. <laughs> and it's like... Now you're just like, I, I want to beat the shit out of that prick. I want to beat him down now. I've yeah. got to defeat him. And it's like, it, it keeps drawing you in and drawing you in, drawing you in until eventually you get right near the end of the game and you're like, right, I can finally get you now. And then he essentially destroys the world as you know it. You know, all the changes happen and then he like transcends this like annoying little whiny temper tantrum clown into some sort of god. Yeah. Like, and... It's just really weird to be like, you're finally going to get to him, and now he's a god. And it's like, how am I meant to step up and defeat something like that? And because obviously you've got like his his personality and everything the way it is, he's just got that constant like factor of drawing him in to beat mm. him. When you eventually get to it, you're like, oh my god, now I don't know if I can. And it just quickly turns around to a point where you start doubting yourself then. Yeah. And it's, it, obviously you get to a point then where you're like, well, obviously if my character's a high enough level, Fair enough, I probably can. But still, in the back of your mind, like it's a god. And then you beat the first like version of it, and then it goes a bit higher, and then you've got like the, the next level of Kefka, and it's like, hang on, so there's like multiple levels to like his, his evil ways now. And you've got to keep like rising, rising until eventually you're essentially it looks like you're fighting like choice like some sort of like Jesus-esque or godlike Zeus-esque um kind of figure and you trying to beat him down then and it's <laughs> it's just absolutely like gobsmacking to go from like what he was to what he eventually becomes yeah and i just think that's a really well done character it's like a very old school kind of villain obviously well, like, that's that's the, the best kind isn't it because yeah. nowadays everyone's so like oh my god we can't do this we can't do that yeah unless it's like a weird force that can that can mm. do it or someone who's not yeah. real that you can get away with it but like yeah, I think Kafka is is a is a great choice, yeah. and because he's just it, a bastard, and because it was such an old school <laughs> one as well, it's like it's all text based. Yeah, so like you 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 do the voice in your head, and you you play well, yeah, it out, and that's what makes me even more bastardly. It. It's, it's that whole thing of like the uh, the voiceless protagonist, isn't it? Like you you basically put your own personality into it, but because you're putting the voices to it, you get more invested in the in the actual characters as well. Yeah, so I found that with 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 Kefka especially the heroes I enjoyed but I was more focused on him I stopped mm. paying attention to like my characters unless it was like oh I've got to equip them with this item now or oh, I've got to give them like this type of armor that was pretty much all the attention they were getting all of my focus was drawn to Kefka yeah and it's really weird that a game can actually pull you away and be more focused on a character that you have no control over you ju- you're just essentially chasing him down around the world until he eventually succeeds yeah. His, his plan eventually works, and he does destroy and change like everything around to to his image, which is what he wanted. So he gets that proper god complex, and then eventually becomes something like a god. 
And I just really enjoy that about him. I, I think it's like just really twisted. Yeah, and the fact that, like you said before, the fact he actually succeeds, you are like, holy shit, because yeah. you're waiting to win. Yeah. The entire way through, you're like, oh, right at the very last minute, you're going to be like, oh, it. and then you're like, you, oh. You get to the end yeah, and you think, like, not. oh, that's it, I, I, I've won, I've, I've finally done it. And yeah. then you haven't, you're not even close. <laughs> he actually wins and, and succeeds. So, yeah, I think that was that was my one, like, um, out of all the Final Fantasies that I've really enjoyed. And obviously there's loads of brilliant brilliant characters that are actually like amazing through all of it but yeah he definitely takes the top spot for me yeah so fair yeah way. so so kefka is my number four uh three sorry number four is one that i know you absolutely adore and it's a game that me and you have played so much over the years hmm. right? uh... Basically, it's a multiplayer game we've both smashed it out so many times and it's always I think this the character's become almost like a joke character. Is it Dan? No, it's not Dan. Dan Ibiki would be a good choice, but no, it's Boggy B from Worms. Ah, see, bit, that's an interesting see, choice because yeah. mainly we get rid of the of the well, names, yeah, don't we? I mean, you can make obviously your own team, name your own Worms and whatnot in, in, in Worms, and we do that all the time. But from the earlier ones, I always remember like going. I can't. I'm sure it's just like Team Seventeen was yeah. in, in the original words, and Boggy B was in there, and I absolutely loved having Boggy B because he's one of the like. I think it's like third or fourth worm. I'm pretty sure he's fourth actually. So chance of him actually getting a turn yeah. was slim. She had like his spadge and everything that would always be the first one. He'd go out and he's like just like throw your grenade, like you know, chuck dynamite, like whatever, and like you just blow up all these worms. But Boggy B was that one worm where I was always like. I really want to keep him safe. I really want him to get a go. So the and then first just, one I'd always try and destroy? Yeah, <laughs> always. But then, obviously, years later, um, when we were playing, like, and you just randomly popped up one day and was just like, have you heard the Worms song? Remember, <laughs> and I, was like, I, was, I was about to say, do, yeah. do you remember this? Well, this is it. I was you like, remember how it goes? Uh, it's like, we are Worms, we are Worms. We are Worms, we, worms Yeah, we went off to win the war. So we're like, but... <laughs> And I'm pretty sure it's Boggy B that's singing that as well. Well, this is it. But and like, also the epic voiceover guy yeah. who's just like, Boggy B was on his way to the helicopter. This is it. Like, out of all the characters now, it's the only one that I, th- I, mean, I can think of off the top of my head that's actually had a song that went into the charts about themselves. Yeah, it did. I haven't heard of any other gaming character that's had that. And, and there's, there's a lot. There's there is a lot of game I'm gonna, Obviously, we've, we've been requested to do a pod, which we are going to do at some yeah. point, of soundtracks. Yes. Now, there is a song that should have entered the chart. Go on. There are my lyrics to it, and that's the Sonic one. Oh, no. Because that is epic. And I'm going to leave it at that, because I want, <laughs> I want <laughs> you to be like, oh, here's a cliffhanger <laughs> for the next like, yeah, seven sure years. Everyone is on the edge of the seats right now. It's like, what's the song that Red wrote about Sonic the Hedgehog? I bet it's so in depth. It really is. <laughs> yeah, no. he covers all the essentials. <laughs> but yeah, yep. Boggy B anyway. <laughs> Boggy B. Yeah, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's only like it's a silly pick this one. But I, I always like whenever I play worms, I love to have some sort of variant of Boggy B in mm-hmm. my team. It doesn't matter like what I name them, like all the various types of characters I have. Boggy B somehow finds a spot, and even though creating my own team. I could put Boggy B as the first worm. Nope. Never will. Tradition. Always put him All towards the back. And I mean, like, in the later ones, especially, like, um, you get, like, eight worms in, in some of them. So, like, eight worms I'd name first, and then Boggy B would be the eighth. And I'd still be like, oh, 
really got to keep him alive now. I've got to get it to a point where he can kill a load of worms, where he may actually win the match. <laughs> and just like having that that one character that always drew me back in to play worms would be like, got to get him back in. Got to get Boggy Bees, my boy, getting throwing those nades, shooting those zooks. <laughs> well, I loved it. But then, like, on the Worms World Party, uh, we used to do the rope races as well. Mm. And Boggy B was always my go-to worm for the rope what? race. Always. And it's, I think it was just because, like, he didn't have to kill anyone or he couldn't be killed, except for the ones where you could, like, slide into them and knock them into the water and whatnot, <laughs> which... You know, I'd just have him do as well. Even if it meant sacrificing him, he'd be like, just For the greater good. Exactly. But yeah, Boggy B, just like, as I say, with the, with the song especially, and as you say, with the narration and whatnot, I just remember sitting there laughing my ass off at just how ridiculous the concept of the song was. Yeah. But. So epic. Still, Boggy B. <laughs> just like, I absolutely adore him. But yeah, he always drew me back in. That's why he's made it on the list. It's just like he's a little nod to the, those unsung heroes, I mm. suppose. But yeah, so uh, that's that. I like that. I didn't expect that. Well, there was, it's just something a little different. But then my next one, I know me and you are going to be uh, kind of conflict on this one because I preferred this character. You preferred his sidekick, so to speak. I know who this is going this Right, so the one I preferred was, was Fenwick. Yes. In it, Balva Torres. <laughs> yeah. Which, let's be honest, I do adore Balzi. Yeah. Like, he is amazing, but I just love mm. Fenwick. It's just like, ah, yes, sir. <laughs> it's like, all is for my yeah, lord. All is for my lord. <laughs> but... Yes. But yeah, so basically, um, Valvatores is a vampire in a game called Disgaea, and I think it's Disgaea 5, or it might even be 4. 4, four is it? Yeah, what, so it's Disgaea 4, four yeah. Um, stop that. I know. <laughs> I realise who I'm with. I'm like, oh, I'm not with. Um, I don't know who to do no. that with. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not by myself anymore. I can't five it up. Well, yeah, so, so Valvatores is in Disgaea 4, and uh, Disgaea is a ridiculously large tactics styled rpg um all turn based where most of the levels can be randomly generated you can descend into various item levels so you'll pick an item descend down the floors and then as you progress through the actual item itself becomes stronger and gains value the stories are just completely ridiculous involving demons and angels and number four is hands down when we do our best story things or talk about story things is one of my all-time ever favorite stories to any game yeah because it's retarded i don't understand how someone came up with this yeah this idea of the because the main character is basically is the plot and he is amazing but this is it i mean his, his introduction is essentially like he's in a room and he wakes up he's from his coffin and he's talking about eating and and uh, just enjoying the succulentness and everything. And you're like, okay, so he's obviously, like, eating upon someone. And then he just screams out about his love of sardines. And it's at that point... It's the you, power you, of sardines! Yeah, you just get really confused by that straight away, but you have a little chuckle about it. And then you find out that he's the only vampire that doesn't drink blood. He gets all his power from eating sardines instead. And... <laughs> All the cast in it know he could become like infinitely stronger just by drinking blood. Yes, and he could like you know basically rule the netherworld and all the worlds around it and everything, even Celestia, which is the vision of heaven. And he, he could rule all of that if he just drank blood, but he refuses to. 
because he, he knows he can. Yeah, as well. <laughs> he, he just he just knows that life can be like just as perfect just by eating sardines. Yes, and that's the basis of the story. It's just him yeah. eating sardines his, and kicking everyone's his ass. Whole story with um, Flo is it? I want uh, to say Flon, Angel Flon, Flon. Angel yeah. Flon is like when she meets him at the um, yeah. in the water. Like that is. It, right, the whole entire game with him, he is one of the most comedic characters, but also the one again, one of the most laid characters because he is a big over like evil overlord hmm. who gets basically his power stripped from him. And he's now trained trained up trainees, and he's happy with his life. Then something happens, and he's like, "I must go out and do this." Yeah, and then he, he's like, "I don't want to do it, but I need to." And then this angel flan comes into play, like a romancy sort of thing. You're like, "Oh my god, she really likes him," and he's like. I like sardines. Yeah, and like he just—he just, just hasn't got a clue. It. I mean, it's like—it's essentially it's like a stereotypical Japanese kind of anime love story. Girl yeah. likes boy, boy is that clueless and stupid that he isn't paying attention to it, and she kind of ends up like obsessed and very protective over him. But then obviously he's got his his servant who's a werewolf called Fenwick. <sighs> and Good old Fenis. Yeah, who, who just literally like goes on and he'll do absolutely anything for Valvatores even to the point Lord. yeah even to the point where he's willing to sacrifice himself just because so he can he, he wants his lord to yeah. eat he, yeah he, he wants, wants him to, to succeed yeah. and, he's like, and he knew it well this is it he's, he's fully aware of his master's like capabilities and whatnot but then just the relationship that those who have even though he's like a servant to Valvatores there's also like a friendship there. They are best mates. Yeah, they, you, they, you can tell. You can like, tell like they all look out each for each other. There's even a scene in it where Fenwick, something happens to him where it looks like he's he's about to like get killed, and like Father Torres goes over and he's like you know really heartstricken and everything. He's like look, I've, I I don't want you to die. Like just stay with me. We can defeat this character. Like you know we can defeat this yeah. villain. That's that blah blah blah. And Fenwick's like no, I'm not going to make it. Like just do one thing for me, my lord. Just drink my blood. Drink my blood, have the strength to defeat my enemy, avenge me. And he's like, oh, Fenwick, you know I can't do that, even <laughs> over your dying breath. I could never, ever do that. Like, you, you I, I couldn't. And he's like, well, I tried. And then he's just back up on his feet yeah. straight away. <laughs> and he's like, what? Oh, you were testing me, Fenwick. Oh, loyal <laughs> servant. And it's just absolutely stupid. And it is completely ridiculous. Yeah. With one of the best casts of any game it's ever. It's all nonsense. And then you can even like bring in your own like versions of the demons and things that you defeat through the game. So you name all these other random characters that have all got different spells and like attacks and whatnot. All completely over the top with little like special moves that end up like mixed in with like anime style like you know cutscenes that wouldn't look too out of place in a 2D version of fucking Dragon Ball or something yeah. like that or Naruto no, no, or whatever. Especially the cats. Yeah. It's just absolute nonsense but the, the, just the the comedy of the game and how much fun I mean me and you put like I think it was something like 90 odd hours just into our playthrough of the game. Yeah. And we still didn't complete it. No, we got nowhere near. No, the game is Literally just massive and we'd like level the characters up and then we go through to the item worlds and then you go to like a hub world and all the various characters there. And it's it's a game that isn't really like, I, I, I think popular like, over mm. here. I think yeah. in Japan that they're absolutely massive because there's like animes and things for it as well. But over here, it's it, they just don't sell that well. But as mm. soon as a new one comes out, I have to buy it. And the setup is pretty much similar through through all of oh, them. Oh, yeah, they've not changed the engine or anything. No, it's, anything. Uh, they've yeah. just, like, tweaked everything and just made it better. And then you've, like, 
even just the side cast of characters, like the Prism Rangers. Yeah, that's Prism. what I mean. They, they have like the, the just, best cast of characters yeah. in the game. And it, it's all just nonsense. But playing through it, you just really get sucked into the world just because of how comical the game is. And, and it's it, also nice to have a... Because like, the, the gameplay itself is deadly certain. like yeah. it's taxing it is hard it's not oh, easy yeah. to do and it's it's proper you've, you've got to sit really there and, like, think this about and, this it. And, this and you take ages to do it and then when you eventually do it and you're like oh my god that was like proper like a harsh yeah. battle it's then just comedy you don't even get like a satisfaction of like yeah. oh my god say something like literally it's going to be like epic now and he's like mm. oh, i could go for some sardines yeah and, uh, and then you get like a little like mini played out cut scene as well which like usually is the end of an act where they do like their own like random play or something like that and then like all the characters are like somehow intertwined with it and it's it's just absolutely stupid but going through it you really end up loving specific characters from from the actual like mm-hmm. from from the cast and, and i got you an awesome t-shirt as well with, oh, the, uh, yeah, well, with the sardines yeah well that's it and the thing is like that's what made me think of him as well so it's been a while since i've played it and then i put the t-shirt on i was like why the fuck is Torres not on my list yet straight on <laughs> i was like get on there but I, I, just thinking about it i was like i, I absolutely love the game it's just so much fun and then obviously the other ones like the early ones have got like lahal uh who's like a similar kind of thing he's he's just a demon that's like hell-bent on being like the the ruler of the world mm. and uh demon mistress etna and things i think her name is it's like, yeah because like, four as well yeah she? well she's pretty much been in all of them even like the spin-offs and and, and whatnot but yeah the they've all got like their own great cast and like fun little stories and like silly little things but i don't know it's just something about four with Valvatores and fenwick and angel flon and whatnot that just really like drawn me in and just made me want to play because i had the file with you where we me and you put like 90 odd hours together we'd, we'd go through it but then i also had my own save file for it yeah where i put like another 70 odd hours into it and i'm essentially doing the same thing but again, I just really wanted to play it that much. It was just such a fun game. So, but the cast play a large part in that, especially for me, Valve Torres. Yeah, so hands that, down. So that's my one. Um, number six on my list. Um, this game, like, he doesn't have much of a personality, but he quickly became my hero when I was when I was growing up. The game I had on the Amstrad, so like, oh, you right, put okay. you put your cassette in press play like push buttons i'd go out and play like you know marbles or football or whatever with me mates and things come back in it'd be loaded up commando <laughs> just, just from commando from from commando yeah nice. now he doesn't talk he does obviously back then like you know talking characters and things didn't really exist it was just a basic off you go and murder everything but for me possibly the biggest body counting game in in my game in life goes right. to this little green bastard he fucks everything up and it got to a point where i was able to just like maneuver through the levels get through like the first like two or three levels without losing a life because i got like that into it i just used to sit there day in day out and i would absolutely smash it so it got to a point where my wrists and my hands were aching from like uh, shooting the triggers on joystick trying to smash the space bar <laughs> to throw grenades and whatnot and i absolutely adored the game it like i'd like great music for it as well it really got you pumped and it was also just insanely difficult but it was just something really satisfying about like move, moving around the screen like dead slow and seeing these like little just little tiny black dots 
flying up the screen and just seeing <laughs> these little like guys jumping out of the tree and then staggering slowly backwards as you've hit them and just knowing like the slightest movement like out of out of place and things could get you absolutely leathered. Yeah. And it was just it was a really fun game, but I know it's the kind of game as well that like as soon as people see it like games, obviously. Like if if they see it, they look at it and just go, "Fuck, I remember that. That was ridiculously hard." And just instantly, like, yeah. for, I, I remember even like playing it with my sister when I was younger. And like, obviously, you had your brother Chris. Like, you know, you'd play games with. But for me, I'd sit there with the joystick, and she was like, "Oh, I want to play it as well." And I was like, "All right, and well, I don't really want you to because I'm doing it all." <laughs> Say what? You be in charge of grenades, and she, went, all right, and so like, I'd start off. She'd throw all the grenades dead quick, and I'd be like. Right, I've gotten on now, so I'd have to find a box to collect the ammo so she could throw more. And you'd get to the end of the level and these double doors would open up and there'd just be a flood of enemies. And, like, you just get absolutely levered, but you had to try your best. and be like, right, yeah. now throw the grenades, throw the grenades. And me and her would be sitting there, like, she'd be squealing away trying to wait. Oh, I'd be, like, panicking because all these bullets are just showering down <laughs> the screen. But it was just brilliant. It got to a point where, like, I was actually naming the little green dude so my sister would always just call it Little Green Man. But I'd actually give names to the individual ones. Like, it was, like, a, a series of individual soldiers right. on their yeah. own little mission. Mm. And the fact that like, I was just, like, putting my own little, like, story to the character each time I played it. And so it was what was Bert doing then before he became a commander? Well, Bert, actually, <laughs> to be fair, like, one of them, I got to a point where I was like, I've got to stop doing this now. And I, I'd basically be like, well, he was a baker to start off with and uh you know obviously like the war then hit and his, his bakery got destroyed so we had to uh, like you know avenge his bakery and like go off and fight those soldiers and i was like yes why the fuck is this guy that's a baker all of a sudden i can't remember his fucking name but like i said we'll just call him bert but he's like he'd go off then and he'd basically like try and stop everyone who, who destroyed his bakery during this war and he'd like die on the first level or something like fuck Oh well, new story. He's a florist, <laughs> but is is wait a minute? Is 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 florist got destroyed during the war, and he's got to go and take out those bastard soldiers that destroyed his florist. Damn it, he's dead. Fuck. And often it'd take me longer to actually create a backstory for this character than it would to actually like play the character. And it just always made me chuckle, like just like how much imagination I'd put into that game. But it was a very special part of my childhood, so I included the commando just for that, just for nostalgia. That is nice, mm. and I think that is an amazing way to wrap up part one Ooh. of your list because I genuinely was like, yeah, you've got a few there, and then yeah. didn't realise like how much you love your characters. Well, yeah, wouldn't shut up. But this is it. I, I could probably <laughs> so, go on like waffling on a hell of a lot more about each character and. I think yeah, two I'd, parts I'd is enough day. to be fair. So, yeah, but because, we'll we'll just know. we'll end we'll end that one there and we'll carry on next time. So as always, if you're liking what you're hearing so far, literally just hit us up on Facebook or Twitter forward slash um SideQuest Activated. Drop drop us a comment or two. Hopefully, you know, subscribe to our, our iTunes and also on Android if you have got it. For now though, I've been Reg. I'm Dave. SideQuest to continue. Ooh.